It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 13th, 2020. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic, on to five-on-five practice, but that's not what everyone's talking about. Mo Bamba makes his first appearance in front of the media and discussed the weight gain, the noticeable weight gain that he has made, why he is the Magic's secret weapon as the season resumes. We'll also hear a little bit from the Magic uh, as they try to get themselves ready and right in this early stage of the return to play. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast. I work by searching Gravity on the podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Washington Wizards or the, or, or the Brooklyn Nets or whoever from the NBA bubble? Check out Locked On Wizards, Locked On Nets, or search for whatever team you're looking for wherever you download podcasts. Plus, you can check out our great NFL, MLB, NHL, and college podcasts too. Download them today wherever you download podcasts or search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check it out today at rockauto.com. The Orlando Magic continue practice. Uh, they've gone through the first uh, four days of practice now since uh, since arriving in the Disney campus, and, and life is beginning to hit kind of a regular flow. And that, you know that's something that's certainly a, a big factor for a lot of these teams is just you get developing routine and and you know the whole idea of playing and living within the NBA's campus setting certainly felt da- daunting or seemed daunting. Um, it still seems kind of daunting, but now that the team has been there for about five days, there's starting to be a little bit of normalcy. Certainly, we're starting to see players start to interact and, and, and try to find a little bit of fun and, 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 and make the most of their time. But at the end of the day, this is a business trip. This is work, and, and players are excited to be back playing and back at work. But it's also a time to get very, very serious and, and, and do some very serious work. And we're going to talk a little bit about that um, in just a minute or later on in the show. But the big news, the rumor that had been 
circulating. I don't know if it's a rumor, but the, the reports that had been circu- circulating around the Orlando Magic were that Mo Bamba had put on a considerable amount of weight, not bad weight either, that he had really taken advantage of the time in isolation or the time in quarantine to remake his body uh, and to to try to you know to have the development, the offseason program that he was going to have to have anyway. It's a big, big step. Well, Mo stepped in front of the camera for the first time, and if you haven't seen it yet, go to Orlando. I, I'm, I'm sure they posted it on OrlandoMagic.com. Mo Bamba stepped in front of the camera, and, and when I saw it, when I saw him kind of step into frame, I did a double take. I um, you know, I posted on on O Magic Daily, you know, while, while I was at work on Sunday, uh, kind of a side by side of the two, and the gains are noticeable. Mo said that he put on uh, anywhere from twenty to twenty five pounds. Um, you know, it, it, it appeared. You know, he says it was all muscle. Um, he said that he, you know, changed his diet. You know, hired a personal chef during the quarantine. You know, ate five to six meals per day. You know, lifted weights for hour and a half, two hours every day. Um, really committed to changing his body and, and and following the Magic's plan to to bulk him up a little bit, which obviously is is the big thing for him. It's just he's still so easy to move around and and especially playing center you got to have some you got to have some bulk you got to be able to take some punishment and, and that was something that Bamba still struggled with despite any gains that Bamba made this was still the big thing holding him back so to see Bamba put in all that work to see Bamba looking physically different is certainly a, a pleasant and surprising change it's certainly something that maybe the Magic didn't expect or, or didn't think they would be able to count on uh, in their return here. And now all of a sudden, he's a different kind of player, perhaps a different kind of player. Now, obviously, the Magic are you know are only releasing maybe about 30 seconds of practice video every single day uh, you know through their media channels. Um, it, you don't get a sense of where people are out people are at or, or where Bamba's at. Bamba's barely even showed up in any of these videos. Um, but again, the gains are noticeable physically and, and if he's kept any bit of the kind of timing and 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 you know reading reading and, and, and instinct that he has defensively, then this could very well be a, a part of the missing piece for Bamba that makes him not just a, a quality role player, which is certainly what the magic need in the short term, but potentially a long-term difference maker on defense, a shot blocker, and yes, eventually a starter. The Magic knew when they drafted Mo Bamba that he was going to be a project, that he was going to take some time, and and adding strength and adding muscle was a big part of that process. Um, There's just no getting around it. This is something the Magic needed from Bamba before anything else, before they could even get to kind of the good parts, so to speak. And so, seeing that Bamba can put in all this work and do all this, you know, while the team is in quarantine, while the team is, you know, still kind of rearing itself up, is a really good sign. You know, I, I, I think I've said this here. I've certainly written it. I've said it elsewhere as well. There's so, so much unknown about the way the NBA is going to come back. There's so much unknown about what teams are going to look like. And, you know, Clifford has admitted this. He's not going to be able to play his preferred nine-man rotation. 
He's not going to be able to play Nikola Vucevic 35, 36, 37 minutes per night like he was or was planning to, certainly, uh, down the stretch. He's going to need players like Bamba. And Bamba had shown positive signs, and I think most of us agree that Bamba had earned more minutes than he was giving, so perhaps he was peaking kind of, you know, at the right moment, but at the wrong moment to maybe get more opportunity to, to you know, have Clifford maybe take a little bit more of that chance. But now we're going to get to see Bamba a little bit more. I, I have no doubt that Bamba will get not significantly more playing time, but a healthier amount of playing time because they simply cannot play Vucevic as much. And this is why Bamba is the magic secret weapon. This is why, you know, there's so many wild cards uh, that are happening heading into the seeding games and into, into, into the resumption of the season. So many things can change. I mean, Isaac could be back. You know, that's, well, I'll talk about that in literally in just a moment here. Um, but Bamba, more than anyone else, could be a huge difference maker. And I want to spend a little bit more time talking about the season Bamba's had a little bit just to refresh everyone's memory and why he could be due for to make an improvement if the if you know the added added muscle and added strength um, is utilized the right way. There are a few other injury updates that are that deserve to be mentioned. Um, Steve Clifford was asked about Markel Fultz, who is still not with the team. Um, you know, Clifford didn't have a definitive answer, but uh, it does appear that that Fultz will join the Magic soon, uh, is 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 what Clifford said, I believe. Um, and so. Still waiting on Fultz to get in. Uh, obviously, once he enters the campus setting, uh, he will have to go through a, a brief quarantine as well. I believe it's four days. Um, so Fultz will not be made immediately available, so he'll have some catching up to do. Jonathan Isaac also has participated in practice to this point. He actually got Sunday off as a precaution. The Magic plan to practice one more day. They did they did five-on-five five practice on Sunday, so really positive step to see the Magic actually playing real games and you know, Clifford said that the team was really excited to be doing this. Obviously, very excited to be playing again. Um, but Isaac sat out the practice. He hasn't done any contact um, work with other players. He's maybe done some light physical physical work with some of the assistant coaches, where you know maybe they're taking a, a, a bag and kind of banging on him as he's as he's driving the lane. Um, the most definitive. Honestly, we got the most definitive statement we've ever gotten about whether Isaac will play uh, when the season resumes. Uh, Clifford saying, you know, it's too early to tell. Um, we're, we're not going to put him in there. You know, you know, we, if, if the medical team feels like he's reached a point where he can take, you know, a, a full physical practice, a full contact practice, you know, we'll we'll get to that. We'll hit that step first before we think about him playing in any game. So, you know, eh, the sense that I get, and and this is just this is just me speculating, and, and the sense that I get, the sense that I get is. The magic feel Isaac benefited more from being able to work through these drills, the non-contact drills, be involved in maybe playoff preparation and playoff study and playoff game planning, and to more specifically probably work with coaches on the, those kind of physical like drills. Um, you know, they probably trust Mike Batiste and and, and Ron Higgins uh, a little bit more to a little bit more than, you know, maybe some of the staffers that they might have left behind at the at the Advent Health Practice Facility uh, to further Isaac's rehab. So this is more about him kind of getting skills and being able to do some skill development while progressing slowly from his injury. So I don't think we'll see Isaac. Um, certainly it's good to hear that he's out doing drills with everyone. That means he's able to play and run at full speed. So that is fantastic news. The door is, you know, again, the Magic have never closed the door. The door has always been left slightly ajar. 
That doesn't mean he's going to play, though. That doesn't mean he is going to be there. That doesn't mean the Magic are going to be comfortable with throwing him into these games. But it's not impossible. And I think, you know, the most definitive statement we've gotten is Isaac has to hit this step before he gets to the playing step. And we know now, you know, because it's been said publicly by by Steve Clifford, we know now that Isaac is at step A, you know, if, 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 you know, He's at the step where he is doing non-contact drills with teammates. He's, that means he's probably running up and down the floor, which is which is a really good sign. Um, he's doing some physical contact um, drills with assistant coaches, with, with training staff, not with other players. So he's not playing live basketball yet, and he won't play until he gets to that live basketball step. So that's obviously a, a really, really good sign. We'll talk a little bit more about Mo Bamba here uh, in the next part of our show. But before we do that, it's 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 obviously um, your car is is such is obviously such a precious thing uh, in in your life. I mean, people do have relationships with their car. It seems like, especially here in Florida, where you can't go anywhere without driving. Now, I had a car for 15 years, and it was very very tough for me to let go of that thing. I finally did when the power steering went out. Um, and, 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 you know, that's maybe not something that I could fix, but there are so many little things in your car that, that you want to, that you might want to work on. You might want to tweak. You might want to change. You, you, you might not even know, you might not be a car person, might not know really what you're looking for. Well, there is a place that will, that can get you exactly what you need and give you the, give you the, the expertise that you need to fix your car. It's so much better experience than going into the big car shop store. You don't know. I don't, know if there's, I don't know if it's called a car shop store, the auto store. You don't really know what they have, you know, whether they're going to give you the right part, whether they're going to give you the part that works for your car. It's it's always a maze. And yes, with cars, you never know if you're dealing with the best price. Well, rockauto.com is a completely different outfit. It is a completely different experience for fixing up your car. It is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So, why do we have so much hope and so much optimism for a player that has not maybe lived up to the hype to this point, or has not 
lived up to the potential that we all see. That averages a mere five points and five rebounds per game. That essentially averages the same amount that he averaged last year. Why are we so enamored with Mo Bamba? Now, obviously some of it has to do with, yes, he's the sixth overall pick in the draft. And the Magic made a long-term investment in him. That draft pick was not a pick for the 2019 season. It probably wasn't even a pick for the 2020 season. It was a pick for further on down the road. As I tell everyone so very often, you don't take a draft pick for their rookie year. You take him for that final year of his rookie contract. Obviously, this is year two. He's got two more years on that rookie contract. You want to see him make steady progress. You want to see him improve. You want to see him get better. And so, again, why the attention, why the focus on a player who's averaging the same that he did his rookie year? Again, coming off a not insignificant injury of to his, the stress fracture, not insignificant injury that, you know, his absence... You know, I, I'm a Mo Bamba fan. I, I think I, I really like him. I like the progress that he's made, but his absence probably did help the Magic make the playoffs last year in, in some way. This year, averaging five and a half points per game, five rebounds per game, and 1.4 blocks per game while shooting 53.4% effective field goal percentage. You're not taking him for his numbers at this juncture. But he has made some significant progress. If that leg injury takes a full year to fully recover from, then we are seeing him take steps to show that he is fully healthy, making 44% of his threes from beyond the arc after January 31st. He'd shown flashes where he makes those three-pointers, and that makes him a valuable weapon, a huge spark off the bench potentially on the offensive end. He just frankly doesn't have the strength right now to get down in the post and try and go there and He's still got to improve his screening and, and, and all that, which again is stuff that young players have trouble with. It's a physicality thing that was always going to be part of his development for the long term. But if he can shoot threes effectively, he can make a difference offensively. But where we all thought that Bamba would be able to make an immediate impact was on the defensive end. And that has been part of the struggle and part of the mixed bag with Bamba through his first two years. It takes a lot for a center, especially, to understand defense because so much of the defense, you know, you're essentially playing free safety. So, so much of the defense is, is understanding and playing off instinct, but also reading and reacting properly, being in the right spot to deter a drive into the lane and force the offense to go back out to the perimeter. Slowly but surely, Bamba has become a defensive weapon. He's averaging three and a half blocks per 36 minutes, a really strong number. And he has proven himself to be a capable block shot blocker, a very capable shot blocker. The Magic do not have a lot of defensive playmakers. Jonathan Isaac certainly won. He was up, he's probably going to make the all-defensive team if he hadn't got hurt. Bamba can be another defensive playmaker. And again, the numbers or at least hinting at that potential. According to Second Spectrum and their player tracking stats on NBA.com, opponents shoot just 51% at the rim against Bamba. That is the best mark of any rotation player on the Magic. For reference, opponents shoot 51.4% on Jonathan Isaac, 60.2% on Nikola Vucevic. 
if your belief is that the Magic would be better served to have a center who can protect the rim a little bit, Bamba is certainly a strong rim protector. Now, are teams still looking to challenge him? Has he gained that reputation as a shot blocker yet? Not quite. And that's part of the, the mixed bag with Bamba because despite how well the Magic seem to play defensively with Bamba on the floor, for instance, the Magic have a 103.0 defensive rating with Bamba on the floor, the best mark of any regular rotation player on the team, and five more than five points per 100 possessions better than the team's average at 108.7. All the signs point that the Magic are better defensively with Bamba on the floor, but def- offenses are still willing to challenge him. He hasn't quite gained that reputation. And yes, the lack of physical strength allows players to move him out of the way on occasion. This is where the added strength and the added muscle frame are going to be so critical to his development. And again, the biggest piece of the puzzle for the Magic is going to be how Bamba plays here in the seat in the seating round. All the signs are there for Bamba. All the signs are there that he is due to make, maybe not a leap, I don't want to call it a leap, but to show to have the physical presence and the ability to play consistently. Of course, a huge question with him putting on so much weight is, will he keep his mobility? Will he keep his athleticism? Will he keep his ability to kind of move around on the floor at the speed that he needs to move around? Because again, he was figuring out a lot of things. He was making better reads. He was in the right spots more often. He was gaining Coach Clifford's trust. And while, yes, Clifford was beginning to ramp up his rotations to get ready for the playoffs, which did pinch on Bamba's minutes, I think the general consensus is that Bamba had earned a, a, a more extended look. And that's why the seeding games are going to be vital for him. The seeding games are going to provide that extra look because the Magic are going to need him more than ever. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Undoubtedly, the Magic are not going to be able to operate the way that they would have had the season gone on as planned. Like I've said, I firmly believe the team is going to have to shorten rotate or extend rotations. Guys will not be able to play their full minutes. And at this point, it's, it's impossible to say where anyone is at. But the general consensus, the general review from practice has been the spirit has been good. The energy has been good. The focus and attitude has been great. Uh, and the team is progressing well. I mean, they're already playing five on five. They did three on three on Saturday, so they played phys- you know they 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 played physical basketball on Saturday um, after their first couple days of practice of just kind of getting into things. They played five on five on Sunday, so another a, a good step forward. And so now they're kind of just back into playing and getting back into the rhythm. Rhythm, and again, everyone seems to be really optimistic about it. 
But nobody knows, and, and I think this is something we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more uh, on tomorrow's episode, but nobody really knows how close anyone is to being ready to play. Nobody really knows what anyone's status is. Nobody really knows what the basketball is going to look like. And a lot of that is, you know, there's a lot of concern about injury. There's a lot of concern about regular wear and tear. Just nobody has any clue what comes next. Nobody really has any clue how anyone's going to react to actually playing games. And and obviously we got now nine days, nine to ten days before that first scrimmage, and that's going to be kind of the experiment. If they didn't have those scrimmages, I, I, I do agree, a lot of teams would be in a little bit of trouble. They have to have some idea to figure out where they're at. But regardless of any of that, there's no way players will be in the condition to play their regular minutes. I think I said this earlier. It, it really feels like with the seeding games, what we're going to see is a slow progression. Those first two games will feel like early November games. This, I think Nikola Vucevic said it this, described it this way. Their mindset is it's April. Their bodies say it's September. It's going to be hard to get the body into April mode quickly. And it's going to be gradual. The, the, those seeding games are going to feel like a season unto themselves. Now, each game, obviously, very much pressure-packed and, 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 and you know seemingly having more value. But it's going to feel like a season, season kind of progressing as normal. And for the Magic to have success, for the Magic to win the seven seed or to, to finish 500 in these seeding games, which again, another goal that I think the Magic should have is to finish above 500 or at 500 in these seeding games. If the Magic are going to have success, they're going to need players to step up. Again, it's not just that they're going to be playing shortened rotations because guys have been off for so long. They're playing eight games in, what, 17 days or 15 days? Eight games in 16 days? That is a compressed timeline. Guys are going to be tired. It's, there's going to be a lot of load management and just managing bodies, especially because they're in hotel rooms. They're not at home. And they're playing at odd times on top of that. And so the Magic need Mobamba. They need a lot of things to go their way to, to, to find success, but they are going to need Mobamba. And Mo discussed uh, in, in his media availability, again, you can check it out on onlinemagic.com, discussed, you know, he's not concerned about playing at his new weight, but if he is able to play successfully at this weight and and take some of that physical pounding and, you know, add more, you know, be consistent, but add more than what he was giving before the season ended, then all of a sudden the Magic do have something else. They have something different. They've certainly made the progress, perhaps, that they really want to see from the remainder of the season. Bamba is not merely a, a secret weapon, man. He is an essential figure for this team. Someone the Magic will need to step up and take on a larger role. You know, guys like Michael Carter-Williams and even to some extent Wessel Wundu, they're playing essentially the same role that they were playing otherwise. You know, Carter-Williams is coming in to provide energy you know, Wessel One News utility. He's, you know, you can plug him in wherever you want. The Magic are gonna ask, probably going to have to ask Mo to do a little bit more than he was doing before. They certainly want to challenge him in that way. That is certainly 
a way for him to grow. And so, honestly, Mo is one of the players that I am most curious to see and watching most intensely as this season resumes. We all sense that, yes, change is in the air, that the Magic have hit a little bit of their ceiling. Well, if they want to break through that ceiling, Mo Bamba has the talent to change things. Mo Bamba has the talent to take the team up another level. And that is absolutely what the Magic want to see when they hit games again, when they start playing again. Because they will need Mo Bamba to do it. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr__md. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Be sure to check out also the latest episode of the Rejecting the Screen podcast on their latest episode They go one-on-one with Lindsey Hunter, former Detroit Pistons great. Check out his stories about the Bad Boys Pistons, the new Bad Boy Pistons. Uh, You know, Rip Hamilton Day was on Saturday. Um, If you don't get that joke, um, you're either not a theater nerd or a basketball nerd, but that's okay. Um, But here's some of his great stories and experience in the NBA for uh, several, for several, uh, a long time, for for more than a decade in the NBA with the Detroit Pistons uh, for the most part. Be sure to check out that podcast wherever you download podcasts. But until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.